Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love, and welcome to the very first episode of the Money Love Podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I have to tell you, this is something that I have been wanting to do for a while now. And so it's just a little surreal just sitting down and actually recording this very first episode. So whether you are here just from the very beginning or whether you have found this podcast later on and you're doing what I always do with my favorite podcast, just coming back to episode one and just starting from the very beginning and just binge listening your way through it, I just want to say welcome. And I'm just so happy that you're here. Now, Before we actually hop into the topic for today's episode, which is going to be all about your money history and beliefs, I want to just kind of level set with you a little bit and just give you a quick introduction into the podcast and what you can really come to expect just from me and what we're going to be talking about here. I will be releasing an episode every single week. And, you know, I want you to know that if you came to this podcast because you are looking to learn more about money, first and foremost, I want to reassure you that you are absolutely in the right place. But this podcast and what you're going to hear us talk about here is going to be very different than probably a lot of other money, you know, or personal finance podcasts or educational resources out there. And here is why. I, first and foremost, well, I am a certified life coach, but I am a money mindset coach for women. And money mindset might be something that you've never heard about before. You've never been introduced to the concept. And most people, truthfully, haven't. Because when it comes to money, there is the math, there's the black and white math, and then there's the mental side of it. And 90% of what's out there, people talking about money, they are talking about the black and white math side of it. They're not talking about the mental side of it, which is the money mindset part of it. Almost everyone out there teaching about personal finance teaches you the how-to, the actions, what to do, what steps to take, right? And it's funny because when I first started talking about money, when I first created my platform, I did too, because that's just what everybody else was doing. And I was like, okay, well, you know, this is just what personal finance is. It's just the black and white math of money, the how-tos, how to budget, how to get out of debt, how to raise your credit score, how to build up savings, how to invest, all of those sorts of things. But what I started to see after, honestly, like two to three years of this, what I started to see was just over and over this consistent pattern of people just taking the how-tos of money and then going out with that and just time and time again, just self-sabotaging. They were taking all the how-tos. It's just actually going out and implementing all. Something was just breaking down. And you might have experienced this in your own life, right? If you've learned from other people about money, they'll just tell you what to do. They'll give you the actions. They'll say, okay, here's how you go out and budget. Here's how you go out and pay off your debt. And so you might have taken that advice and taken those how-tos, but then something broke down along the way. And then you're kind of sitting there being like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand why I simply can't just do this, why this isn't clicking for me. And I'm here to tell you that if that is you, you are absolutely not crazy. Okay. I want you to know there's nothing wrong with you. I've seen this so many times, time and time again. 
And it's because there is a whole slew of things, and this is what we're going to be talking about in this episode, so you'll understand more of this later on, but there is a whole slew of things that has to be addressed and that comes before all the actions, all the how-tos with your money. And that is your mindset around money, your feelings around money, your attitudes around money. All of those things have to be evaluated and addressed and cleaned up before you can really get to a space of the how-tos with the money and not be in a state where you're just self-sabotaging. And so, yes, money is, it's kind of like there's the science of it and then there's the art of it. There's the math of it and there's the mental part of it. And I truly believe just from what I've seen and the women that I've worked with that the mental part is 80% of it. The math part, most people think that money is all the black and white math. They think it's like 100% black and white. But in my experience, the black and white math of it is only a very small part of it. It's only about 20% of it. We have to address the foundation about what's going on in our minds because, again, if that's not cleaned up, you're never going to be able to get to a clean place to execute the how-tos of your money. And so I want to just be very open with you and just set expectations properly for you on this podcast that 80% of the content and the topics that we're going to be talking about here are going to be related to your money mindset, to your money feelings, to your beliefs and your attitudes around money. And we are, don't get me wrong, we are going to talk about the how-tos. My type A personality, I still love a good how-to, right? We all do. We're also greedy for the how. And so, yes, we are going to be talking about things that might be more action-based, how-to-based, just logistical of managing your money. But like I said, none of that is going to matter if we don't have your mindset cleaned up around money. And so when I was thinking about what I wanted this very first episode of the podcast to be, I honestly couldn't think of a more perfect topic than to really start with what's going on in your mind right now. Because we really just have to come from a place of awareness, of just slowing down and just asking yourself the question, which most people have never even done this, asking yourself the question, what is it that I believe about money? Where do I think it comes from? How do I think it's made? How should it be managed? How should it be spent? What do I think about rich people? What do I think about debt? What do I think about? I mean, just like so many things. We just really have to start again from a place of awareness. And then once we know what's swirling around in that head of yours, we can then ask ourselves the question, are these money thoughts that I have, are these money beliefs that I have going to truly serve me in creating the financial life that I want to create? And so that's what we're going to start with in this episode. So like I said, I just wanted to be very upfront with you about that from the beginning, okay? If you are looking for a podcast for money just to tell you like the how-to, this is not going to be the podcast for you, okay? There's lots of them out there and you can go find them, but I promise you, this is truly the best place to start. You have to, have to, have to get your money mindset cleaned up. You have a relationship with your money, whether you want to think that you do or not, you do. All of us do. I always like to say that you have a relationship with your money just how you would have a relationship with a person. And so is that relationship that you have with your money, is it a healthy, abundant relationship or is it a negative, toxic, abusive relationship? 
a lot of people fall into that second camp through really no fault of their own, just kind of their upbringing and what they've been taught about money, the inputs that they've received their entire lives. But again, if we don't start from a place of getting this cleaned up, none of the how-tos are going to matter. So let's just start here. I want to tell you that money is just something that we have made up and created as a human race, right? Like really when you think about it, it's just a piece of paper or it's just a piece of metal, but it has meaning behind it. It has ideas behind it. It has thoughts behind it that all come from us, that all come from our human brains. And it's really kind of funny to think about that when you're born fresh into the world, you don't have any attitudes or beliefs about money, right? Like you just arrive a blank, open slate, game for anything. (laughs) And then as you start to get older, you start to base your truth about money, quote unquote truth, on what you learn from the people around you and the experiences that you have in life. And all of this information flows into your very young, undeveloped subconscious mind before it really has the ability just to be like, wait a second, hold on. Just because my parents are fighting about money doesn't mean money is bad, right? Like when we're young, we take everything at face value. And so, you know, this is just an example, but like if you see your parents fighting about money, your young brain is like, okay, money means fighting. Fighting is bad and scary. So money is bad and scary. And again, that is a very like oversimplified way of explaining it, but it's true. All of this information gets lodged into your subconscious. And then we start saying like, oh, okay, so this is what money is. And then we live our lives based on those, again, quote unquote, truths. And this is so important because what we learn when we're younger is what we use to establish our financial lives when we're older. And it can remain that way, like I said, unless you actively work on identifying it and then working to change it. I am not saying that everything that you've been taught and believe about money is wrong. But I'm also saying that a lot of the beliefs that you have about money also aren't true. And a lot of you are going through life treating your money beliefs like absolute facts, right? Like you have been taught and socialized to think things about money that you don't even recognize aren't a truth. Like you think that they are for sure a fact, but they're not. They're really just your underlying belief systems about money. And one thing that I'm always going to encourage you to do throughout the life of this podcast when it comes to your money is just to question everything. I'm really going to push you to think new thoughts about money beyond what you have been programmed or socialized to think about money. Because here's the important thing, and this is, I'm included in this, okay? A lot of the things that we have been programmed to believe about money are thoughts and beliefs that aren't serving us very well. They are not thoughts that are going to help us reach our full financial potential. I just have to take a little detour here for a second, and then we'll come back because I really need to explain to you why our thoughts and beliefs about money are so important. And to do that, I have to explain this concept to you called the model. It's something that you'll hear me talk about a lot on this podcast. The model 
is the underlying tool and the underlying system of my life coaching practice, right? It's what I learned through my certifications, through the life coach school. And this is what it means and kind of how it works. So a lot of us go through life thinking that our external circumstances are what create the results that we see in our life. This is what most of us are just taught our entire lives, especially with money. So we think that our gender, our socioeconomic background, our education, our profession, whatever, those things, those things that are outside of us, other people, the economy, are going to determine the results that we see with money, but they're also going to dictate our potential for wealth into the future. But I'm here to tell you that this tool called the model is going to show you that that's actually not the case at all. Those things that I just listed, those are simply just neutral external circumstances. And it's actually not those things themselves that determine our lot or our outcome in life. Which really, when you think about it, this is truly the best news ever because it means that no longer do you have to go through life thinking that you're a victim of your circumstances, right? Like I'm telling you, understanding the model is one of the most empowering and liberating things that has ever happened to me. It's like one of the best gifts that I've ever been given. So if our circumstances don't determine our results in life, then what does? And the answer to that question is your thoughts, your mind, what's going on in your own brain. And remember, this episode is all about your money beliefs. And I want you to know that a belief is simply just a thought that you've thought over and over and over again until it's so reinforced and so automatic that it just seems like the truth, like fact, like just the way of the world. But our thoughts, like I said, our thoughts are what create the results that we experience with our money, not anything outside of you. Money is completely neutral in and of itself. Money is simply just a piece of paper. It's the black and white. It's the neutral circumstance. It has no meaning until our human brains have a thought about it and give it meaning with the beliefs that we have about it. So everything starts with our thoughts, with our beliefs. We have a thought or we have a belief, and when that happens, our thoughts are going to evoke a feeling or an emotion inside of us. And feelings really can just be described as one word, okay? So a feeling or an emotion is something like anxious, excited, hopeful, disappointed, scared, happy. Those are all examples of feelings. So we have a thought, it invokes a feeling, and feelings are so incredibly important because I always say feelings are the fuel. Feelings are what drive everything that we do. They drive our actions. Because here's something that's pretty crazy to think about, okay? First time I heard this, I was like, whoa. Everything we do or don't do in life is because we are trying to feel a certain way or avoid feeling a certain way. And that is why our feelings are so incredibly important. Like I said, they're the fuel that drive everything. Because at the end of the day, we are always either chasing a feeling or running away from a certain feeling. And this is what you know I refer to as the motivational triad. Again, one of the principles of my life coaching practice. Your brain, your survival primitive brain is really wired to do one of three things. Seek pleasure, avoid pain, and just be as efficient as possible. And so when you know that and you can understand that, that really at the end of the day, 
your brain is really just seeking things that are going to make you feel good and trying to avoid things that are going to, you know, harm you or cause you pain. That's a very powerful thing to know. So all the actions that you take in life, what we were talking about at the beginning, all the how-tos of, you know, you going out and taking all the actions with your money, it is so powerful to know that all of those actions or inaction is being driven by a feeling that you're having. And that feeling is being caused by a thought that you are having. And so the very last part of the model is the result. And the results that you experience in life are simply just going to be accumulation of all your actions. And so that at a high level is the model. Just to kind of summarize, you have the black and white of the world, the circumstances. Our human brains will have a thought about it. That thought will create a feeling within us, which will then drive all of our actions or inactions. And then, you know, totaling all of our actions together over a period of time will dictate the results that you see in any area of life, your money, your relationships, your career, your health, your spirituality, whatever. And so again, going back, your thoughts, that is where everything starts and begins. So if you want to have new and different results in life, then what needs to change? Your mindset, your thoughts, your beliefs have to change. You've been told your whole life that if you want to have different results, then you need to go out and change something outside of you. And that is why you're always seeing people when they're trying to have a different result in life. Most people try to go out and change all the things outside of them. They try to change all the circumstances instead of actually what's going on in their own minds, which is why it never works. So this is why money mindset is so important. This is why your money thoughts and your money beliefs are so important. Because if you want to have different results with your money, you then have to have new and different beliefs about money. Because it's pretty crazy to think about that the results that you've currently experienced up until this point in your life with your finances have been a result of the thoughts and beliefs that you've always had about money. Now that you understand that concept, the model, why mindset is so important, now we kind of have to move into identifying, okay, got it. Now I clearly see how important my thoughts and beliefs about money are, but how do I actually identify what my thoughts and beliefs about money are? So that's what we're going to do. We have to get incredibly clear before we do this. We have to get very clear about the difference between the circumstances with your money, the black and white of your money, and then all of your thoughts about it. Because I promise you, there are a lot of thoughts that you have swirling around in that head of yours that you are totally convinced are facts. But they're really not. They're just your thoughts. They're just your opinions. They're just your beliefs. And so I want to just be very clear with you how to tell the difference between the two. So here's what constitutes a circumstance. I want you to think of a circumstance as absolute fact, meaning it could be proven in a court of law and everyone in the world would agree. It's something that is indisputable. So here would be some examples of circumstances in terms of your money. You saying, I have $1,000 on my checking account. I have $50,000 of student loan debt. I have a 750 credit score. Those are circumstances, okay? They are facts. They could be proven in a court of law. Everyone could look at those things and be like, yep, agree. Those are the circumstances. But then what happens, right, is that our emotional human brains get involved 
and we start having a bunch of thoughts about the circumstances. And so you could take that $50,000 in student loan debt and have a thought about it like, I'm broke, or I'm buried in debt, or I'm never going to get this paid off. And you'll know that something is a thought because typically thoughts have a lot of words that are like very descriptive, a lot of adjectives, a lot of words that are very subjective. They could be interpreted differently by different people, right? Like the words like I'm broke, like broke or buried. It's kind of like, okay, what does that even mean? What does that even look like? Two different people could have two very different interpretations of those things. You can also know something is a thought just by asking yourself the question, okay, If somebody else had this circumstance too, would every single person have the same thought or interpretation about this? There could be somebody else out there with the same amount of student loan debt, with $50,000 of student loan debt, having a completely different thought about it, thinking like, ah, this is no big deal. I'll have this paid off in no time, right? So that's how you know something is a thought, again, even if it seems so very, very true to you. Now, I wanted to get very clear with you on this because I'm about to give you a list of examples that are money beliefs or money thoughts. And I'm going to read through these. And a lot of these actually might be money beliefs that you currently have that when I say them seem very true to you. Like I might say them and you might be like, oh, well, no, that's a fact, right? But all of these things that I'm about to read you are just money beliefs. They're just thoughts that you're having about money or that other people are having about money. They're not necessarily truth or fact, okay? But here are some examples of some really common money beliefs that I hear a lot. Money has to be earned with hard work. Debt is bad. Debt is reckless. Debt is dangerous. Rich people are evil or greedy. Wanting a lot of money makes you materialistic. Money is confusing. Money is hard. Saving money is impossible. Only poor people budget. I'm only capable of earning X, fill in the blank. Talking about money is tacky. I can't ask people how much money they make. Money should be fair. My self-worth is determined by my net worth. The more education you have, the more money you'll make. Only smart people are good with money. Only disciplined people can get ahead with money. Money doesn't grow on trees always have a backup plan. You don't want to be a sellout. You can't make money doing X or whatever it is that you love to do. I'm too irresponsible, lazy, or clueless to make money. It's important to have a good, secure job. Money isn't important. People are. You can't be rich and spiritual. All right, just on and on and on, okay? These are just a few of the many money beliefs that I hear consistently, and that again, you might resonate with a lot of those. You might have some of those thoughts swirling around in your head. And here is what I want to offer you, okay? And this might be something that no one has ever told you before, said to you before. You can believe anything you want about money. Anything, okay? Anything. Just because you've had a thought about money for the majority of your life does not mean that it has to persist or you can't change it. All of your thoughts about money are optional. And so I am actually going to walk you through a process that is going to help you reveal what your underlying money beliefs are. Because like I said, we can't change your money beliefs if we aren't even aware of what they are in the first place. 
the least effective thing that you can do is ignore your thoughts, okay? But then once we've identified your beliefs about money, we can then determine if it's a belief that you want to keep or if it's one that isn't serving you well and you want to just go ahead and drop it. So here is an exercise that I want you to try. I don't want you to edit your thoughts, okay? Just be willing to just write it all down and just observe everything with compassion and curiosity. This is really a process of you revealing your mind to yourself. So we're going to go through the past, present, and future thoughts that you have about money. But what I want you to do is just start with the past. So take out a piece of paper, paper and pen, and again, we're going to start with the past. I want you to have a sheet for each. So you're going to start with one sheet of paper for the past. You can write up at the top, past. And so on your past sheet of paper, I want you to think about money in terms of your past. So I really want you to start asking yourself, like, okay, what was I taught about money growing up? What did my parents think about money? How did they talk about it? What did they teach me about it? What was money like in my household growing up? How did my parents react when I would ask them for money? Were you given money? Were you given an allowance? Were you not given any money? Were you told that you had to get a job? Would they pay you for work that you would do? Or just were you on your own for a lot of things? What did you think about money when you were a kid? When you were in middle school, in high school, in college, 10 years ago, depending on how old you are, right? And again, all of these can just be positive or negative. It doesn't matter. Don't edit your thoughts. Just let everything kind of flow out, right? How much money did your parents make? How did your parents make money? How much money were you told growing up that it was going to be possible for you to make? Where were you taught that money comes from? Where were you taught that you earn it? What are some of your first memories about money? What was your first introduction to money? All of those things are really good to just start just dumping out your brain in terms of your money and the past. Once you've done all that and you've written everything that you can think of, I want you to take your second piece of paper and at the top write present. And then I want you to think about your money right now, present day. So how do you think and feel about the money that you have right now? How do you feel about your current financial situation, about the debt that you have, about the savings that you have, about the retirement fund that you have, about your job, how you earn money right now, what your salary is, what you're currently making? Just anything that relates to your current present financial situation, I want you to write that down and really dump your brain on that. And then on your third piece of paper, I want you to do the future. So when you think and you look into the future, what comes up for you? How do you think about money in the future? How do you view your earning potential in the future? Retirement. Do you think you're ever going to be able to retire? Do you want to retire? How much money do you think you're going to need to retire? Do you want to leave a legacy, a financial legacy? What are some of the things that you want to buy with your money in the future, that you want to do with your money in the future? What do you want to happen to your money when you're gone? All of those things, okay? So just dedicate an entire piece of paper to what money is going to look like in the future for you. And then at the end of this, you should have three pages full of your beliefs about money. And those thoughts are going to show you how you've created the financial results that you've created so far in your life. And it can also show you a lens into the financial results that you're going to create in the future if we don't work to change these thoughts and beliefs that you currently have. 
And so what I want you to do is I want you to read through what you've written down on those three pieces of paper. And I want you to start making a list of all the thoughts and all the beliefs that you see on those three pieces of paper. And again, I don't want you to leave anything out, okay? And I just want to say this is not a time to, you know, shame yourself, blame yourself, judge yourself, okay? Nobody has to see this other than you. Like I said, this is really an opportunity for you to just look at your own brain with a lot of curiosity. So I don't want you to leave anything out. We're just simply observing your mind. So after you do this, I want you to go through your list of beliefs and go through one by one. And each belief that you've identified, I want you to ask yourself two questions. The first being, is this true? Is this an actual fact? Or is this just what I've been socialized to think about the way that money works? And you might have to spend some time here, okay? But I'm really going to challenge you to open up your mind and to start thinking about money in a way that, again, goes beyond what you've been programmed to think. And the second question that I want you to ask yourself is, for each belief, is does this belief serve me in creating the financial life that I'm wanting to create? In other words, is this thought or belief going to elicit an emotion in me that is going to drive the action needed to create the financial results that I want in my life? That's essentially working a model. Because remember, all of these thoughts that you are having are ultimately driving your feelings, your actions, and then your results. Now, I want you to know that the point here isn't changing everything that you currently believe, okay? There could be thoughts and beliefs about money that you currently have that you like and that are serving you and that you do want to keep. Okay, so I'm definitely not saying that this is just going to be a total process of you just completely scrapping everything that you've always believed about money. It's okay if you come across a thought or belief where you're like, you know what? I actually really like this thought or belief. I think this is serving me well. I think that, you know, me having this thought really is going to help me create the financial results that I want in my life. And so I'm good with this thought and I want to keep it. Great. But again, you are going to have a lot of thoughts that when you look at them, it's going to be like, ooh, okay, I don't really think that this is serving me so well, right? And so for me, I'm just going to give you some personal examples for me. These are some beliefs that were swirling around in my head that I was like, okay, definitely I'm going to want to work to change these because I know that they're not serving me. So some were, and again, this is just me personally, but some of those for me were, if you want to be rich, you have to work long and you have to work hard. Another big one for me was education. So I had always held on to the belief that I had to have higher education if I wanted to make more money or if I wanted to raise my salary, then I needed more education. That was one that I kind of realized just wasn't really serving me well. Another one was that I thought it was, you know, not PC. I didn't think it was politically correct to say that you wanted to be rich or that you wanted to make a lot of money. Those were three really big ones for me. And again, these are three that I really kind of just had to start with awareness of just knowing like, okay, I'm having these thoughts about money. And then it was the process of me going and working to change it. So after going through that process, what I want you to do is I want you to make two lists, a list of beliefs that you feel are serving you well and that you want to keep 
And then a list of the beliefs that you don't think are serving you well. And you want to start work on changing. And this is going to give you a list of your beliefs that, again, we can start to change moving forward. More than anything, I want you just to become aware of what's going on in your own brain, becoming the watcher of your own mind. I want you to be onto yourself and be onto your brain. Like now it's so funny. I catch myself now. I catch myself now when I'm reverting back to those old thoughts because they will happen. They're not going to disappear overnight. But now I can catch myself and I can be like, okay, brain, I see you. I see what you're trying to do here, but it's not going to fly here anymore. We're not believing that anymore. And I'm actually going to have a future episode about the next step to take, about working to shift and change these money beliefs. We're not going to do that in this episode, but like I've said, we can't work to change what we don't know exists. And so opening our eyes to how our past has programmed our present thoughts is the first step and is so important to changing your financial results in the future. The last thing that I want to tell you is this. I see a lot of people doing this, okay? When you are either consciously or subconsciously resenting money or clinging to your limiting beliefs about money that don't serve you, you are not doing yourself or your future self any favors. It doesn't make you more noble. It doesn't make you a quote-unquote better person. All that it's doing is cutting you off from a resource that you not only need to survive, but to thrive. Your thoughts about money are going to dictate your truth around money, the results that you see around money. Your outlook is going to determine your outcome. So again, we have to just start from being aware of what they are, and then next we'll work to change them together. That's all for this episode. I hope that it was helpful. Again, I am so happy that you're here. Thank you for being here for the very first episode of the podcast, and I will see you next week. I love you. Bye. Hey, girl. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Money Love Podcast. I want to invite you to continue this work and take it deeper because the application of the tools and coaching I give you each week on the show is where the real financial transformation happens. A great first step is to start with my free online masterclass called Why You Impulse Shop and How to Stop. You can save your seat using the link in the show notes and the masterclass will give you time-sensitive information on how you and I can work together in a group setting or one-on-one to transform your spending habits, become debt-free, drop the money guilt and shame for good, make a plan for your money that feels aligned and exciting and so much more. It means the world to me to have you here each week. And if you're ready, I would love to go deeper with you to help you reach your full financial potential. Stick with me and I promise I will keep you moving forward.